It's the My Michelle Live podcast. My, 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 my Michelle Live. My Michelle Live. Sports timeout. The fans, the field, the faith, the fun. Sports. Here's Michelle. Oh, sports. <laughs> sports. Come on, get up to bat, my friends. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for Sports Time Out as we go into the weekend. You can tell I'm going to a baseball game. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to talk a little bit about baseball and a funny thing that you might not know about this corner of the U.S., but that's coming up. Let me introduce you to the guys. We have Brent R. Baker. We have Dell, did we? We have Garrick Pang. Yeah, guys, it's good to see you too. Little known fact, if you are if you're a baseball fan and you live in Canada, you don't have a lot of options. So when I don't know, you live close to the border like I do, and you do have options, and your team happens to host someone like I don't know, the Blue Jays, it looks like you're in the minority and uh you're at a Blue Jays home game. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm going to be expecting tonight. But it is all in good fun. But I'm telling you, what's really weird, those Blue Jay fans do not act like Canadians. Those Canadians, you go up there, they're really nice. They come down here. Man. It's Time kind to of cut brutal. loose. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, kind that, of brutal. That's like going to a Tampa game. And when the Yankees are in town, and there's more Yankee fans there because obviously they spring train there. So it's always oh, of a big I've been to a couple of the games there in Tampa. It's a huge Yankees turnout. Isn't that true of every Tampa game, though? It's, it's, it seems like everybody who lives there is from somewhere else. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And I did want to give some kudos out. We missed last week because of the 4th of July and such, but there were some finals and yep. the avalanche overtook the lightning, which I think some people were just lightning became in hockey became the they people were tired of them. We'll just say it that way that people <laughs> were just tired of seeing them win all the time it reminds me of an NFL team huh, from somewhere near Boston, but we won't mention them yet we I want to say congratulations to uh, some team in New York who beat my Seattle Seawolves in the National Rugby Championship for the Shield so that congratulations. And then there, if you follow it all, USFL, the Stallions came up on top. Congratulations. Hey, I'll make one quick note about the USFL. We had one of the heroes of that game, Alex Magoo, the quarterback for Birmingham that came up, came in off the bench, was on the Seahawks practice squad for several years here. Never quite could crack the lineup, even as a backup, but cool to see him have, he had a really bad moment through a late interception and then through what ended up being the game-winning touchdown later. So that was kind of cool for us, Seattleites. And I've always loved having football when it's not football season. I'm just saying, and I really miss the XFL. And as we talked about before, the XFL will be making an appearance. What is it, Dell, next year? Yes. So we'll be returning. If you don't, with the USFL and the XFL, if you don't, have a team in or your city or around you nearby it's your radar don't you think yeah i do and maybe they'll put one up in cleveland because they really need a professional football team up in cleveland because they don't have one up there my understanding (laughs) is they're doing all the game or that all the games are going to be played in the cities but everybody's going to be based out of dallas i think did you hear that Yes. What? Wow. How's it, how does yep. that work? 
I don't know. I work for a company in Charlotte and I'm based out of my house. Maybe that's how they do it. I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. I think well, it's going to save them money on travel and things, I guess. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. We'll see how that plays out. That'll be cool. As long as we're talking football, this <laughs> I need some help with because the Baker Mayfield story is like watching a freaking soap opera of the sport <laughs> world. And I am utterly let me jump in on that because I've been following it some and I was just saying oh, just a little bit ago, I, I'm looking forward to this season to cover the Bengals and go to Cleveland for the Monday night game. I don't know if they'll keep it, but the Browns, if there's ever a reason to boycott a team, right? The Browns ownership, just this is what they've done. They traded three first round draft picks. They spent $230 million for a quarterback who's probably not going to play. They have to pay Baker Mayfield. $588,000 the first week, and their start, who's their starting quarterback? Yeah, J Jacoby Briss is going to be their starter, but fans should just say, go back to Baltimore. Please move, oh, please get out of town again at midnight <laughs> and not even show up for, for any game. The Browns ownership and brass have just, I don't know what they're doing, but they're not focusing on any business. They're just uh, like, they're playing jacks and just rolling the dice. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So where is Mayfield going to end up? He's in Carolina. He will play so, against them on September 11th. So it's set in stone. It's set in stone, finally, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. He, will he is. Yeah. And interestingly, okay. the opening they, game will be in Cle against Cleveland. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Just like Russell Wilson coming back to Seattle. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, how do we compare to make that comparison i think the comparison is just that both of them will have something to prove yes. in that game exactly and that's going to be the first game of the season for right. the seattle seahawks against the broncos and that'll be an interesting oh, one yeah. indeed because how is the new superstar mega mansion yeah. russell wilson going to play out and are the fans going to be as welcoming as well we've talked about in the past so we'll see uh, it is so. interesting Right. I'm just hoping that he's still so accustomed to throwing to blue shirts that he may just have three or four interceptions. <laughs> I think we that should put in, I think we should put Tyler Lockett in on, on defense. Yeah. And so that as he sees him running, he's, oh, there's Tyler. Because <laughs> he can't resist it. Won't be able to resist it. I totally love that idea. I really like it. And that's one reason, guys, I've always really... I prefer to a degree. I love football. It's my jam. And I love the NFL, but I just, I just love college ball because you don't, though it has gotten more businessy, it's, you have a little bit more loyalty. It's not about, okay, where do I go to make the most money? Because I think we're a little weary of that. Yeah, it is about money. Obviously you have every conference is struggling to, to combat the SEC. So you have, you have the big 10, formerly the big 10. Now it's the big 27, I think is what it is because you have UCLA <laughs> moving and USC going to be moving to the big 10. I don't like that, you know, and that's all for money. It's all for yeah. playing the big games with yeah. big teams and making the most cash. And then, so the, yeah, the pack this and the 10 of that makes no sense or difference anymore. And I'm so disappointed. Anyone else want to weigh in on that? It's disappointing, but it's while like the this move, I don't think anyone saw coming like exactly when it happened. Um, I Even though I was like sick to my stomach, it, it didn't surprise me in the least bit 
especially after the past decade plus of complete management of the Pac-12 and their media, media properties. Unfortunately, the money is part of the game here, and the Pac-12 did not take advantage of the opportunities that they had for the last decade. When you have your league network and can't even get people watching it because it, you can't get the distribution work agreement worked out, that's a leadership issue. And some of it came from the commissioners. A lot of it came from the presidents that tolerated this, him, Larry Scott, for so long. I feel bad for, I can't say the current commissioner's last name now, like Alex. The situation that he jumped into, there might have been some things over the last year he could have done, but he, he walked into a disaster. And yeah. ultimately, the schools do have to put their conference allegiances aside and look out for themselves because it becomes a matter of survival for that, their athletic departments. And the cold fact here is that USC and UCLA basically are going to double the amount of media rights money that they're going to get. It sucks that is going to basically destroy the Pac-12, even if it still exists, it will never be what it was. Destroys, even though it's been eroded, but it destroys the tradition of the Rose Bowl. There's just a lot of collateral damage here that's really unfortunate and also a sign of the times. Brent, you and I talked about this last week in terms of part of the collateral damage being the the other sports you know because football football is not really the tail that wags the dog they're the dog that wags the dog because because that's where all the money into the athletic departments come from but i just feel badly for some of these lesser if you will lesser sports where they're going to have to travel just these huge distances it used to be all west coast for them of course now they're going to be like having to fly to Chicago and Michigan and where it is that that the other Old teams West, are. I'm not going to be used to that. As we've talked about this, the impact of making money, of course, it's important for the college to survive. But yet, tuition keeps going up. And I know they're separate entities, but they're still the school. You would think that if they're making that much money, why can't that be reflected in a blessing for the school? But it isn't. It is disappointing all the way around. Something else I wanted to get to, and in the soccer realm, guys, Alex Morgan really was beefing it up as she scored a couple of times to help the U.S. women's national team. qualify for the World Cup. And speaking of World Cup in Qatar, did you guys hear that there will be no alcohol served? For, so for those who plan on going to World Cup and love a little beer with your game, no alcohol, boom. You can probably find no cheeseburgers with bacon. And I just want to tell you, travel to the, the Muslim world, that stinks. When you, I was going through bacon withdrawals, but that's just me. I can live without the beer, the bacon, not so much. What do you guys think about it? You You cut out a little bit, Michelle, but uh, I'll just jump in because of the fact that I'm a soccer player and some of my friends are planning to go to Qatar for the World Cup. And and I think it's more that rather than having beer with your, at your games, it's more like you're having a game with your beer. And so, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's going to be quite, quite an adjustment, but obviously all joking aside, people are there for the soccer. And it, I think it'll put a crimp in some of the people's style, but they'll get over it. Considering some of the things that we're okay. seeing happen going on in terms of violence and stuff at games and everywhere else, yes. I'm not, I'm not say endorsing a full ban, 
But at the same time, I, there are some positives to this. The way that alcohol often fuels violence apparently won't be as much of a factor there. So we'll find out how it looks in the long run. But that for a lot of people, that's... Okay, let's use that. Yes, let's use that as a jumping board to some other issues in the sports now of people behaving badly and making nine angel players and coaches suspended for brawling did you guys see that and i know guys we had as mariner fans of some of us there there was a crazy brawl that took place recently we're seeing to me that's entertainment in the sports realm you expect it in a hockey match and it's even more entertaining when it's a, when it's a baseball game not always expected but that was a real thing that happened did any of you catch those yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was as much as you hate to see it. It was wonderfully entertaining and exciting. I just really it, it was fun to watch. I can't say it any other way. Forgive no, how, me. How, how many sports, though, are actually I know there's here, but how many sports is it actually permitted for the benches to empty and everybody just to go at it? <laughs> well, what do you mean when you say permitted? Well, I guess they don't get penalized. As far as the teams are concerned, yeah, there are sports where that's coming off the benches. You're automatically ejected on the spot. And if all yeah. of a sudden you had both teams just thrown out. Yeah. I, the, one of the things about this brawl that I thought was different was not the brawl itself, but the setup for it. When you, you had some tension between the Mariners and Angels from the night before, and then that the morning of the game, the Angels manager switched out his starting pitcher for an opener. So somebody was only expected to go an inning or two. And that guy proceeds to throw... Mm -hmm behind the Mariners' best rookie player, Julio Rodriguez, and then nails Jesse Winker in the hip um, the following inning and gets ejected. I don't think that happens if they, they run their regular starter out there because they really didn't, they actually gained something pitching-wise when their player got ejected. So it was one of the more like transparent setup for a beanball war. And so I, I was glad to see the Angels manager su suspended for the length of time that he was. I just didn't, I didn't think that the player suspensions were very equitable, but, but it was good to see the Angels, their manager, their pitching coach, even their translator getting suspended and held accountable for what happened. How long did they get in terms of suspension? I didn't hear specifically. Very, I think the longest one was 10 games, Dell, do you remember? It was 10 games, yeah. And I think a, a great solution to this would be when a player's ejected, because money really does is nothing to these guys. Yeah. They ought to pay every person's ticket who's attended that game. Oh. In the Reds' case, it would be $7 because nobody's going right. to win. So, so if you want to brawl, you go to the Redskins. Go to Cincinnati. But if you're <laughs> for fighting, if there's 33,000 people there, you have to pay everybody's ticket. That, But <laughs> they have, the commissioner is yet to call me to ask me my opinion, but that would stop that stuff. On Friday nights for it's the surprising Mariners. surprising in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Friday nights on the Mariners, they call it fireworks night because they do fireworks during the summer <laughs> at games. And so on August 5th, which is a Friday night, the Angels will be coming to town. And I think there will be fireworks that game. Be so it, will it'll be interesting be to see. Funny. See if the Mariners so open sorry. have an opener for that game. So something that we've talked about a bit is can we just get the politics out of sports but that sometimes get that line gets blurred in some ways and i wanted to talk about some other stories that 
exhibit people being upset about people's behavior in one way or another. There has been some blowback in China basketball as people have had Ping Shua t-shirts and have waved flags in the game. They've gotten ejected. They've, they've some have had some serious consequences, but this was a political, are you guys familiar with this? Anyone? You're getting blank stares. <laughs> it's really someone who stood up basically against human rights uh, issues in right. China and then disappeared. And so there's teachers yeah. say this guy. And so th they're saying, hey, there's no place for that. And yet they're bringing attention to something really important. Is it ever okay in sports to do that? Because we're weary. In fact, America's kind of weary. Conversely, in America, the Dallas Cowboys are facing criticism because they are partnering with a patriotic coffee brand. And that's just horrible because by God, why would you want to be patriotic? Do we just get rid of it all or where is it ever appropriate? I think in this case with the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry's not going to care what people think. He's just not going to care because that's <laughs> no. a business. That's a business deal he's made. And we should not, as people, get involved with who does business with who. I don't care. When I go to Dallas here in a couple of weeks for the Bengals game, I'm going to buy a lot of that coffee because I think it's great to partner with a military <laughs> company. And I'm going to post pictures with this coffee cup. And I think it's great. Whoever wants to do business with to do it with a coffee cup, with a company. People just should just shut up. They should just shut up. Go to the game. Oh, Adele, honestly, that's not taking a knee during the game. It's not waving a flag. It's not interrupting the flow of the sport. It's just a coffee company out there in the stands. Yeah. And I, I find that kind of pretty cool, in my it's, opinion. How about you guys? A, the rest of us. It's a reason for folks who don't like something to just blather. That's all. And that's what really is so annoying and distressing to me is that it's not a level playing field, right? If you lean one way versus another, then you're criticized versus being praised. And it's, and it's just points out the blatant hypocrisy of these people who are just, who are playing sides and playing politics. And so yes. it, it is a free country and it is a free market. And I think people have voted with their dollars in the last few years against the NFL for very mm -hmm. varying different reasons. But I think for some very legitimate reasons and issues, I know quite a few people who've just said, I'm not, I'm not tuning into the NFL anymore. Coincidentally, the Seahawks had a terrible team last year too, but <laughs> or had a terrible season. So it was easy I for say. you. It was easy for y'all up in the Northwest. Okay, so I mentioned this, and Brent and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. That at a soccer match during Pride Week, the tifo at the soccer game from the supporter section said, "From Stonewall to today." Pride requires a riot. That was one of the worst things I had ever seen. And I was floored. That was a huge TIFO across the entire section. It wasn't shown on television and it's not been talked about, but really pride requires a riot. Okay. I don't know. It, my, my idea of pride is old fashioned. I don't, uh, when I'm proud of something, I have pride. It's because I'm welling up with emotion. I'm not demonstrating my sexuality. So, well, when the Bible does say pride comes before a fall, pride in the wrong instance is a 
it's in, but we well, can't say that anymore. You're canceled. It's, it's, again, it's just folks trying to get their message in through athletics, and that used to be a safe haven, and it's not anymore. Okay. I, want, well, I, I, to I also think there's a little... Oh, go ahead. There's also, it's just also a very disingenuous how you have things... We're very selective about when violence is called for and when it's not, and when it's okay yeah. and when it's not. We're, we're making... I'm not going to endorse what happened January 6th at the Capitol, but that doesn't change the fact that like these hearings are a dog and pony show and just mm -hmm. a matter of take, making political points. So when is it okay to call for political violence and when is it not okay to call for political violence? Apparently it has to do with what your ideology is. Yeah, and there is no consistency. I, I, I prefer to go with, let's just not, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, we saw that with Arizona State Capitol was it compromised and riots were there. They were trying to break in, but that's okay. And you don't have to worry. It's not going to be called well, an insurrection. So you can breathe do, easy, folks. Do Browns fans have a reason? I don't know. Maybe. Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> the joke, folks. <laughs> a couple other news stories coming out of the sports realm that are just interesting news. Have the uh, medal, the highest medal of freedom that was given given to some sports figures. Megan Rapino was one of them. Simone Biles was another. And I wanted to ask you guys the question, just being a really good at sports alone, does, do you think that requires or is, makes you eligible for the highest medal awarded a civilian in the United States, or should it be for something a little bit higher? I'm not going to they've been able to accomplish. And I know in England, the queen will knight people, Sir Paul McCartney, because he's a, a Beatle and they're pretty famous. They make really good music. So where is, what, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm looking at it going, really? Hmm. Brent? First of all, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that is only why they were, those two were given that honor. I think, again, they are very, they have some very well especially Megan Rapino has some very different views than I do but I think that the reasoning for giving the medal of honor was for stands that they took other than their athletic performance so Megan Rapino largely for her LGBTQ activism as well as maybe even more more significantly for me for spearheading the efforts for the women's U.S. women's soccer team to achieve some pay equity, considering that they actually have had more success over the years and by a lot of standards actually have brought in more money. I thought that was a worthy cause to be fighting for. Yeah, and President Biden also gave awards to Steve Jobs, John McCain, posthumous, how are you say that, after they've deceased. And it's not uncommon for sports people that's to get them. If, that was, if that's what it was about, then maybe it should have I mean, gone to the entire team that, that made that stand. And President Trump gave, gave the Presidential Medal of Freedom during his years, Roger Staubach, Gary yeah. Player. Yeah. So there were definitely... Tiger Woods, actually, President Trump gave one to as well. Yeah. Uh, he also gave one to Elvis Presley. I get that. and But regardless of people's political leanings, or I would love to see 
awards for more than I'm famous and I've accomplished something in my field because there's people who are really good computer programmers. I don't see them getting congressional medals of honor or rather the medal of freedom, forgive me. But I think that we put a lot, it's not a bad thing and I'm not complaining about it at all. I just wanted it for a moment of thought and reflection that what do we put our, look at that background, how gorgeous is that? Uh, what What are we putting our hope in and what are we putting our values on we love so I, sports all of us that's why we're here i do but have really, one question sports isn't the be all end all Go ahead. were those the only two that received that medal or were there others yeah. that, there were others. because I, the question may not be what who should be receiving it but how the press is covering it it's exactly the, it the, pre, yeah. the press oh, is covering the boom. names that the press is covering the names that everybody knows and yet these people who've made some amazing contributions and probably some deep sacrifices, and they get this highest honor and the press only goes to the familiar faces. So that's, that was, that's even a very large class. He gave out 18 this go around and president Trump gave 21 his entire presidency. And so this is just for 2022. He gave out 18 the, and the funny part was during about halfway through, he had to take a nap, didn't he? To, to nap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's bad. So here's what the Presidential Medal of Freedom is for. It's for meritorious contributions to, one, the security or national interests of the United States, two, world peace, or three, cultural or other significant public or private endeavors. Okay. Honorees are selected by the president or recommended to them by the Distinguished Civilian Service Awards Board. So I'm okay with it. And clearly it does tend to lean politically with like, for example, President Trump gave the medal to Rush Limbaugh. Right. You yes. know, and, and so, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, I mean, no, it, it does tend to lean that way, but it, and I don't have a problem with it. I just think that it would be awesome if we had a moment of reflection in our own world and think what is really important and what really does deserve kudos. Another sports story, Brittany Griner, that has been a big deal with her hold up in Russia during these crazy political times. And apparently she pled guilty to having a vape and, and illegal substances. But did you hear her excuse? She was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I was in a hurry packing. And gosh, I forgot to take my. Yeah. We lost off because it really wasn't my fault. I wasn't thinking. Right. What the heck? If that were you or I, they would have tossed us away and thrown away the key. <laughs> well, Just I- say it. Except for Dell. If it were Dell, they would let him go because he's so awesome. We don't have any political value, though, either. I think in this case, I do hope we were able to bring her home because I think what she's being held for is bad, but it's not worth what the price she's going to get. But in this case, she's asking now the United States for help, which is great. But she in the past has said, don't play the national anthem before my game. And now she wants the help. I think Thank you. I think we should go get her bring her home and because she is a citizen and say, Hey, out of the kind gesture, recite the pledge of allegiance before every game on national television <laughs> and say how much you love this country, because she has made That's statements fair. that this country yeah. is terrible. She doesn't want the national anthem play, but now all of a sudden, Hey, America, where are you? So let's bring her home and let's see how grateful she is. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger point. 
Right. Oh, why not? You can't. Come on. And they, maybe a little bit of time in a country where you don't have those protections and rights it turns the light on and you go, oh, really? Maybe this is the greatest country yeah. on the planet. I'm just saying. I'm just saying there. Guys, it's about time for us to get to our final shot. Final shot. I'm ready. Hey, my shot Hi. goes to, my shot goes to, and, I, and this is a sport by golly. Joey Chestnut, right? He ate the hot dogs. Not, and it wasn't the fact he downed all those hot dogs. It was the fact that a protester came in and he headlocked that <laughs> and threw him to the ground. So that was awesome. And we, we, everybody should do that. When, a, when an idiot rioter protester comes up in front of you, grab him by the throat, throw him down on the ground, and keep eating hot dogs. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But do any of us even do any of us even need one after that? I know, right? It's kind of a drop the mic moment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to try to go to Garrick next because I got (laughs) my my nose bit off. So let's go to. I'm going to just take an easy one if you're from the Seattle area, but and I hope no one else has brought him up in previous weeks when I haven't been here. But man, the Julio Rodriguez show is sure fun to watch. That kid, he's turning out to be even better than I think people anticipated at 21 years old. He just plays the game with a lot of joy and he's got every tool. His teammates love him. He's starting to make a push for being an all-star level player now. And he's been behind as, as the Mariners have been trying to play with guys who've been suspended and a lot of guys on the disabled list. He's kept them afloat. He's kept them afloat offensively in the playoff chase. So I'm going to go with Julio. And it's fun to watch. It's America's yes, underdog team. I'll yep. be at the game tonight. Okay, Garrick, are you okay. ready? Am I co I am. Team? I'll go. I was trying to remember all my sports stories from the week. I'm actually at a conference right now. So uh, the last two days I've been at this conference. So my brain's a little bit out of it. But I did hear a sports story. And as much as I don't like these guys, in in 80 games, in their I, just over 80 games, I don't remember exactly the number, but the fastest is 60 wins of the New York Yankees. I'm not a Yankees fan by any means, but it's quite an accomplishment to get to 60 wins already this season. And so my final shot goes to the, I think a well-deserved New York Yankees. I like that. Mm. I'm not a Yankees fan (laughs) either. My daddy loved the Yankees and the Yankees actually made me fat as a kid because every time they won, my dad would buy me a banana split. We'd go to games and when the Yankees were in town and I got fat. And so it's a good thing they're not, you're not doing that this year. (laughs) Okay. But get this, get this right. No kidding. But so that my parents changed their approach. They started taking me to get banana splits if the Mariners won. And I signed up with just saying, so my final shot. So that's how they introduced you to fasting, huh? (laughs) so my final shot is going to go to Wimbledon tennis player Jody Barrage she there was a ball boy on the side who fainted and she instantly ran to his aid bringing him a candy and kind of helping him back to and I just love that because with all the people there and sports star this is someone who is just humbly seeing a need and jumping in and God bless her for that and that's where I wanted to end with that 
spirit of humility, thinking of others. The Bible says to esteem others greater than yourself. That's the power of that. And guys, in our last seconds here, I just want to thank you guys for your beautiful spirit that you bring here. I love you brothers. And I thank you so much. And in fact, I'm going to do something really crazy here. I'm on the road because I'm going to visit one guy who is often in our shows, Joshua McMillan. You never see his face and he's freaking Jesus, I'm serious. We're live, and he's hiding behind the car. Come here, Josh. I swear, he's such a. But he really does exist. Come on. At least give us. Oh. At least give us a. Maybe he doesn't really exist. He made a mythical. Well, if you're watching, listening, or viewing, I'm gonna ask you to like, share, and subscribe because we like to spread the God story here, and it's much needed in our world. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Have a great weekend. For more fun, go to MyMichelleLive.com.